can get her going if you want to start now. Ready? Yes, sir. Three, two, one. Boom, we're live. Hey! Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Andy's Best Podcast. Uh, very nice. The episode does <laughs> seven day. Seven day. We got crazy, crazy. We got crazy, crazy. We're gonna bring you an episode. Um. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Empty Space Podcast. We got episode number seventy, and today we got a short one for you, but it's gonna be a good one. Uh, this is May, uh, which is it's gonna be May. But yeah, May 1st. It's also, more importantly, Mental Health Awareness Month. So we wanted to get on here and just shoot the shit about mental health real quick and just bring some awareness to that because uh, that's half that's, of the podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah, it is, man. It's very important, for very sure. Important. So why why, yeah. why is mental health important? <laughs> Tell us, Stephen. Tell us, Stephen. Yo, okay, people. Um each year, millions of Americans face the reality of living with mental illness. Uh, during May, NAMI, as we always talk about, joins the national movement to raise awareness about mental health. Each year, we fight stigma, provide support, educate the public, and advocate for policies of support to get uh, support people with mental illnesses and their families. Well, that's a little something from NAMI. I just wanted to read that off to start it off, but uh, you know, mental health is super important. Obviously, we talk about it all the time, whether it's, you know, um, suicidal thoughts, whether it is, you know, you're angry, uh, you have some sort of, you know, mental, you know, battle you got going on inside your brain, uh, you're struggling, um, you're just trying to get through the day. There's a lot to go with mental health. It's like a, a big, big, big platform here. Uh, for It's a big area to cover. It's not just yeah. like one thing. Uh, but anyways... It- it's it's important for us to be there for each other and understand that this is a time for us as incredible people um, to come together and uh, advocate for improving our mental health and our care system and and show that together we can do this. Um, there's so much about it, man. Uh, yeah, I feel like though, like Mental Health Awareness Month kind of gets like lumped in with like basically just being like depression and suicide it definitely does yeah you know what i mean i feel like that's like the big like everyone's like oh it's just depression it's like no 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 this is everything this is like schizophrenia this is bipolar this is ocd this is anything that has to do with mental health yes um you know so just wanted to say that i know we, we're probably gonna bring back the songs that saved our lives yes. thing um for this month but that's that's only because we know about depression we know about anxiety suicidal thoughts we know about ocd mm-hmm. we and like body dysmorphia stuff like that yes um we don't really know about schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or uh anything really else because we don't suffer from it yeah so i think that's probably why we don't like really touch on it or talk about it much on here uh because we really don't want to be like speaking out of pocket about shit that we don't really know about Mm -hmm. so please if anyone wants us to talk about anything specific send us some stuff uh on our instagram and we will definitely share it and talk about it yes I know um, 
we actually had something like that happen uh, from Troubled Rebel of Tiny Falls. Reached mm. out and asked if we could um, share some stuff about borderline personality disorder, mm. which I thought was really cool. So we will definitely be uh, dipping our toes in that. Yeah, yeah, sharing that stuff. She sent me some stuff um, on our Instagram and stuff like that. And I was like, yes, we'll absolutely spread the word on that for which, sure. Which is awesome. I just want to hit that on the head because it's like if if you want to let us know or want us to talk, cover a topic or even just like, you mm-hmm. know, bring awareness to it. Uh, I think that's really cool. I, you know, shout out to um, them. I think that's amazing that we can bring this stuff up. I mean, mental illness, like we said, could be a mood disorder, um, eating disorder, trauma related, substance abuse, psychotic disorder. Like there's so many things that we don't, we don't necessarily cover because what me and batch have gone through is more on, you know, depression and, you know, depression um suicidal tendencies um ocd anxiety ocd um add adhd those things so we really like you know we really focus on those uh but we're not trying to uh stay away yeah discriminate stray away from anything that's not out there so uh Yeah, yeah any infos yeah anything at all we will talk about it for sure especially this month uh yeah we even had to take a week off yes. for our our own sake i think not that like things with the pod were uh getting out of hand it was just like i think everything in life was just kind of all happening at once and i think we both were like yeah i need a break mm. like i just need a week here like i know i had i have wedding shit going on i have work stuff going on i have just life in general going on um, you know, like my um my grandmother fell this week again. Oh Jesus. Split her head open. Um, oh great. Yeah, she's not doing well at all. Um and then I'm trying to like get my paperwork together for my license, chase these companies down to give me my hours. Uh then I'm trying to plan a wedding, trying to get all that squared away, trying planning a trip to Disney World working 12 hours a day, like Saturdays, going down to do Pat's podcast every Monday. Like it's <clears throat> life has been hectic. Um, and I needed a week just to like take a breath and come up for air a little bit. So appreciate everyone understanding that. Uh, I know Steve needed one too. Well, not Steve can talk about it if he wants to, but, uh, yeah, that's why I, that's why I wasn't around this week. Um, if you want to touch on it, Steve, you can. It's yeah, you. I mean, well, first off, I'm sorry about your grandma. I didn't know anything about that. Um, yeah, it just kind of like a random text came like Tuesday, and I was just like, you were going through what you were going through, and I was like, there's no need for me to add yeah. to that right now. What, um, how's she doing right now? Like, stay, like, physically wise um, from the pain and stuff. Uh, well, she's, she's out of the hospital, she's in a rehab now. Good, because she's they, she's had what they think she's had like three strokes that no one's known about. It's well, terrible. they knew about they knew about one, so um, she really can't speak that well anymore. She can't really do much of anything anymore. Uh, she can like walk around and like communicate, but when she talks, it's very slow, and she like forgets the words she's trying to say. Mm. 
So like if you see her like say around Christmas time, she'll be like, hello, how was your Christmas? Yeah, it's like dude. that. Yeah, so Yikes, it's like that's tough. And every time I see her, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's like you know, yeah, it's tough. So yeah, it's better well, off on my mom, my aunt going over there and taking care of her and stuff, mm-hmm. helping her. Uh, and I know we've yeah we've talked about it a little bit. Well, you let me know when you need anything from me. I know how that feels. Yeah. And uh, if you ever you know want to talk or something, just let me know. I know. Uh, Absolutely, brother. I haven't talked about it, but. Um, no, we will. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad she's in rehab. My grandma used to go through that. Um, we would send her to the hospital. She'd be there for a week, then she'd be yep. in rehab for a, either a week or a month. Then a she'd month, be home, whatever, and yeah. And they would do it again in like three months, and it would just mm-hmm. that's that's how we knew it was declining. It was consistently like that. It was like every three months we were in the hospital, then in rehab, and at the point where it was like, all right, I'll Can see you. Yeah, just like yeah, it wasn't even scary anymore. Like, it just real. got to the point where it was just like. Oh, I got the call or I'm here and it happened. I'm like, all right, here we go. The normal, like, but it's scary. Yeah. It sucks. That's, and it's hard. that's how it was with my dad's mother. It was yeah. just like, okay, again, like, but that went on for much longer than it went on with yours. Yeah. Like, which I couldn't believe it. Like it went on for like my dad's mother. It went yeah. on for like legit my whole life. Like that's I was crazy. probably like 12 when it started happening and it went yeah. on until I was almost 30 when she died. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's tough um yeah it was crazy man Shoot. uh yeah well crazy yeah we've we've had a long week yeah my week was rough too uh or just long, yeah i should say i don't want to say that it was just long um no mom and, a rough one yeah my mom my mom scared the fucking shit out of all of us we uh i woke up yeah. to my sister ripping my door open and freaking out because i'm well, not ripping it but she's freaking out because my mom couldn't breathe and she was like oh we gotta call the hospital I think we gotta we gotta get an ER and get her going. And <clears throat> mind you, I already have like PTSD in my bedroom because every time I wake up, someone's dying or something. Um, so I was like, oh fuck. And then at first, I thought my sister was just exaggerating. I was like, oh whatever, I'll just go check on her. Like she'll be fine. My mom's in good shape. Like she's fine. No, my mom couldn't breathe. Throat was closing on her. They almost had to do a trachea. They rushed her to the ER. She had to go to the OR room. We couldn't go in because of COVID. So I'm fucking going to this side of the wing of the hospital, that side of the wing fucking freaking the fuck out because we didn't even know she was fucking going through that and uh yeah luckily she didn't have to get the trachea she actually had pneumonia and covid which caused her throat to swell up because the new variant of covid can come at you sideways my sister had it a week before my mom and she got a rash all over her body like poison ivy and that's covid related the whole thing was fucking nuts so my mom was in the hospital for like four days or so and then uh she finally came home and she just looks like my grandma. It's the scariest thing. Like she's just so out of it. So like dead to the world. So I've been like going to the store for her, make sure she's good. So that was just a long week of that. My mental health wasn't good because it's just, it's just not. It's point. Well, you're not sleeping. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not sleeping. That's true. I did not sleep for like three and a half, four days straight, dude. It was yeah, brutal. So and then that'll uh, do it. No sleep. And, uh, oh, and then I got sick. Um, I was out a bit. Um, not COVID or anything, but I was out for a good three or four days. Took me like five yep. or six days to even feel normal again. Um, starting uh, a new job on Friday, like I had to delay that. Like it's all good, it's all good. But the uh, the fellas had to skip the story so far. Oh man, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, I- <laughs> but we'll make up for it. <laughs> yeah, I texted. I don't know. I think I just texted you with the sad face or something. 
Yeah, and I was like, bro, anyone, just like, I knew. You were like, I already knew. I already knew when you told me you weren't feeling good like five days ago. I already knew we were fucked. And I was like, dude, I felt like the biggest piece of shit. I was like, bro, like, I just oh, could I was sick. My mom happens, had COVID. My dude. sister had COVID. I was sick. And I was just like, bro, I, I, I'm not making it. Like, you know, nah. my head was pound. I couldn't even, like, imagine being at a concert. Like, I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I knew, like, <laughs> I knew, like, if you just had, like, a head cold, you would have gone. Yeah. I tried. Like, I played hockey with it. I was like, oh, I'll play I hockey. I'm like, I, dude, I convinced myself that I wasn't sick. Cause that's like, that's what I try to do. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, it's allergies. Exactly. So that's what I did. I, I was telling Alyssa, I was like, it's allergies. Then it turned to just a small cold. Uh, you know, it's a head cold. I think I'm sick. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. I, I think know. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But we do have a this lot of maybe my last entry. <laughs> we do have a lot of concerts. Um, we can talk about that again. I don't want to get off track of the mental health thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, long week. Long week for but, both of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we just needed we needed a few days and we just couldn't like get together to record or anything because by the time you I think your mother came home Wednesday and like at that point it was like that was the only day. Yeah. It was like, all right, so do we record today? Because <laughs> like Thursday I had work till seven yeah. at night and when the thing's supposed to come out Friday, I'm like, well, I guess like it's just i'm like, like i'm not really feeling it now like yeah well let's just take a week and fucking come back yeah yeah, yeah. it was tough yeah yeah it wasn't it was fun tough, but... it was a rough one for but... Ferda. <laughs> for Ferda. but here we are yes and we're back and we're bringing yeah. awareness to mental health um yeah and uh you know it's it's uh extremely close to us man and do you want to know who does some cool mental health shit who does some cool mental health shit? There's a uh, a guy I follow on YouTube, um, Leonhart. It's L E O N H A R T. He opens Pokemon cards. Yeah, like rare like packs of Pokemon cards. Okay. And he like um. He he does it like every year. He donate like if you donate like say ten dollars to, Nami. Yeah. He will then put you in a pool to like you get to pick whatever card you want of his. No way, really. And he's got like first edition Charizards. He's got like so uh, like you look him up and watch some. I'm of his already videos. watching it right now, dude. He gets fucking hyped when he pulls like a Charizard and stuff. He get he goes bananas. It's that's fucking, sick. He's a cool dude. Yeah, that's and, so uh, sick. He's very big on mental health because I think like he's touched on like that he's had struggles with it and that like mm. you know I think Pokemon cards was his like. You know, like pop, it was his pop punk. You know, mm, yeah, that would make sense, right? So, yeah, it's uh, it's cool, man. That's awesome, dude. That that makes yeah. me happy. It's kind of it's funny you bring up Pokemon because my sister is super into Pokemon now. She's bought oh. like two hundred dollars worth of Pokemon cards. Every day I come home, there's a new box outside from like Amazon or at oh, eBay. Sweet Lord. And I'm like, I'm making fun of her now. I'm like, dude, every mom used to be the one who always had the boxes at the door. Now it's you, but. She's loving yeah. it. It's it's awesome to see. And she's uh you should uh have her watch his videos. I should. I'm sure she already has, but I'll uh I'll send it to her, see if she knows about him because yeah, he's it, she's trying to teach me awesome. all about it. We were in Target the other day and she was like, Oh, I gotta stop for something. I was like, What? She was like, I stopped him something. And I was like, What? She's like, Well, Pokemon cards. <laughs> I'm like, <"Please> <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Shut up, don't judge me. Then we go in and there's like fucking 10 of them on the wall. The breasts have been wiped out. 
And she's like, you want one? I was like, no, I'm good. It's all right. And she's like, no, I'll get you one. You got to get one. We got to go in the car and do like a, a card pop, it's called. Or I don't know, something. She was like, we just open them in the car. And she's like, show me how to open them. And then you put like, you take one out and you put four behind it. And then. Yeah. Yeah. So then the last one's like the cool one. And yeah, it's. Like, this is something, man. It was fun. It's cool. Yeah. Man. You know, it's um, very nostalgic. It is, dude. It's because cool. you remember doing that as like a kid. You do, dude. You really do. It's it's it some good times, man. Nah, uh, that helps your mental health, you know. Yeah, it does. Maybe not your wallet, but definitely not your men- wallet. Definitely helps your mental health. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's so. great. I'll check that out. Um so yeah. yeah, man. It's uh, you know, it's what it's all about. We're we're gonna be doing some stuff too with like donating and stuff. I know we've got some um some extra hoodies and merch floating around, so I'm sure we'll you know oh yeah we could do something but, like that yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna come up with something soda. we might have a me and batch we're talking um maybe like a special uh you know uh mental health awareness sticker or something that's gonna come out um mm-hmm. we can send to people um but that should be in the works real soon once you're hearing this we should know within a few days what we're gonna do because uh, yeah yeah we don't want to wait till the end of the month yeah um no. so so yeah i mean be on the lookout for that kind of stuff uh I just want to say a few things about um, some support that you can offer to others, if you don't mind, Badge. Yeah, yes, um, so absolutely. I'm, I'm on mind.org's, uh, mind.org.uk. Um, so it, it gives you a bunch of information and support guides to support services, seeking help for mental health program. Um, I'm just going to read off what they said. Uh, they asked, you know, what emotional support can I offer? Um so if someone lets you know that they're experiencing difficult thoughts and feelings, it's common to feel like you don't know what to do or say. And I, you know, me and Batch have definitely been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really don't need to say any, you don't really need any special training to show someone you care about them. Often, you know, just being there for someone and doing small things can be really valuable. Um, and some examples that, you know, this website gives is uh, number one is uh, listen. Uh, simply giving someone space to talk and listening to how they're feeling can be really helpful in itself. If they're finding it difficult, let them know that you're there when they're ready. And, you know, uh, stepping away from this, you know, me and Batch do all the time, you know, like he'll text mm-hmm. me, I'll text him and it's, or we'll call each other. And it's just, you know, we say it all the time. Like, Hey man, call if you just need to talk. And it doesn't mean we're not going to say anything. So half the time we just listen, man, like sometimes it's just good to have it come off your chest and that can be really yeah. helpful. Um, and if you're on the other end, you know, just like reiterating what they're saying, you just listen to somebody. If they're going through something and they're, they're hitting you up, they're hitting you up for a reason. Right. You know, just listen. Just listen to them, you know. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing that you can do is uh, offer reassurance. So, you know, see, seeking help can, you know, kind of feel lonely and sometimes scary. Uh, I'd say most times scary. Um, you can, you know, reassure someone by letting them know that they are not alone and that you will be there to help them, which is something yes. we advocate all the time. And we almost end every episode with like, you know, you're not alone or like, mm-hmm. you know, there's people out there that help. So, you know, offer reassurance. So listen, offer reassurance. Uh, another thing you can do is stay calm. Um, yes. Even though it might be upsetting to hear what someone you care about is distressed, try to stay calm. This We've talked help. about that. Yeah, we have. And this will help your friend or family member or whoever it is feel calmer too, and show them that they can talk to you open without upsetting you. And like, it's a trust thing. It is, man. And like, if you like freak out and you're like, oh my God, we got to send you to the psych ward. Yeah. 
They're not going to talk to you again. No, or even if you just freak out, like, oh, my God, you yeah, want to do yeah. what to yourself? You What? Oh, dude, what? What are you thinking? Like, like, dude, right. like, hit the brakes. That's They're coming to you with something very precious, something they're not speaking about to anyone else, you know, and if they are, it's like, you know, just stay calm. Just cool, yeah. calm, and collective. And that's what I, when we listing these off, you know, listen, offer reassurance, and stay calm. You know, other thing you can do with revolving around staying calm is just being patient, you know? You might want to know more details about their thoughts and feelings or want them to get help immediately. Uh, but it's important to let them, you know, set the pace for seeking support themselves. Anyone who needs help needs to do it on their own in the sense that they need to want the help and they need to, you know, pace for what they're going for. Um, it's important to let them set that pace. Um, you know, you don't, again, not, you don't want to be going down someone's throat and being like, Oh dude, like, I know this guy, I'll get you in right now. Like, let's go tomorrow. Like hit, relax. Just be patient with that person, you know, when they're ready, they'll be ready. Um, yep. And then uh, going, going from there, uh, try not to make assumptions, you know, mm-hmm. try not to make assumptions. That's it's a very big thing. Um, your perspective might be useful to your friend or family member, but try not to assume that you already know what may have caused their feelings or what will help. And in, in reading off that is something I've learned is, uh, and batch jump in whenever you want with what I'm about to say, because there's only one more point after this, but something yeah. I've learned is when I'm talking to someone about something I'm going through and they're, they're listening, they're off of reinsurance or staying calm, being patient. Um, the trying not to make assumptions kind of is the hardest one in my opinion, because mm. I will say, and I'm going to use this as an example, Joe Schmo, I'm telling Joe Schmo about, you know, I'm going through my depression really hard right now. And I'm having some suicidal thoughts. I'm not acting. And, you know, you know, I can't sleep. And I'm, I'm revisiting some dreams. And I start telling this. For me now, the worst thing someone could, not worse, but one of the things that doesn't help me is when someone tries to, you know, assume they feel what I'm feeling and yeah. then tell me their story when I, I don't need it. Like, oh, I've been there. I've done that. And, you know, this and that and this. This is my story. Like, it's one like thing. It's to- one thing. To yeah. be like, yeah, I've been there. I get it. Yes. Which is fine. Like, cause that's reassuring that like, okay, they understand where I'm at, but like, yeah. I don't want or need your past history with that. Unless right. it's like, you know, when that was happening with me, what I did was this, this, and this to try and help. Like that's yeah. different. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying more on the lines of like, um, twisting like, it. So it's about them. Yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, Oh dude, I went, dude, I lost my mom last year. It was the toughest thing. And you know, blah, blah. Not that that's bad. Not that that's like a bad thing from opening up, but it's like, there's a time and place that this person's coming to you. Joe Schmo is not helping me now. And you know, that's something that really like, again, it doesn't bother me where I'm like, I hate you because that's, they're still trying to be helpful. It's just. Now I'm helping you instead of you helping me. Exactly. So try not to make that assumption. Try not to, you know, jump on people like that. Um, and then uh, you keep your social contact. And this is something me mm-hmm. and Batch always, always talk about. Um, and, uh, you know, that's part of the emotional support you offer could be to keep things as normal as possible, which I know helps me. Um, this could include, you know, involving your friend or family member in social events or chatting about other parts of your life. So, like, example, I'm going through something. I hit up Batch and we talk about it a little bit or I just say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I, I you know. I would hope that like I'm not every text I'm getting is like, hey, dude, how's it going mentally? I, or, hey, man, did you ever like go to the doctors for that? Or how's the medication? Like, I, I would like it if um, 
that emotional support could just be like, hey, dude, what's up today? Check out this song. Um, That's basically how it went. Yeah, look at this hoodie I'm <laughs> Last <wearing>. week. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, it, those are some send, things that you can do, you know? Send, like, <laughs> you know, like, goofy shit, you know? Like, stuff to make them laugh. Like, mm-hmm. I know you were going through shit, and I was like, hey, you want to buy, like, a tiger or a lion? Yeah. <laughs> dude, at first I was like, there's something else around that, but then I realized quickly that you were just, you know, making me giggle. So no, I was like, that'd be cool. Like buy a lion. Yeah. Right. That'd be sick. That was, he's distracted me. See what he's, and I think that's very supportive in its own way, you know, and like, he's not doing it to, you know, talk about my mental health. He's just doing it to be funny. Cause even if we weren't talking about like my mental health, we would talk about that shit anyways. Like, yeah, it's just normal conversation i think is big too because that's you're like look man like without saying it you're saying it you're like this too shall pass exactly i think that's one of the biggest things i like heard the other day and it like helped me out a lot mm. granted it came from tom hanks oh really like yeah but he was sitting on like a table with like i started on a reel and i should have shared it but i didn't it was um a bunch of them like adam sandler chris rock like a whole mm. bunch of people uh jamie fox like robert de niro and <clears throat> tom hanks is like the biggest thing i think i've learned is like this too shall pass like yeah. with everything anything like you're doing really well like things are going really good like you gotta like keep yourself grounded and be like this too shall pass mm. things are really bad like you're having a tough time like mental health wise anything like you're just going through it this too shall pass yeah. it's like something you just gotta hang on and just keep keep grinding you know it's it's like when i was talking to olive and she was like we were talking about mental health and like we we're talking about like how like when you're sick and you have like that runny nose you and you just feel beat up you're like this is gonna last forever you just constantly yeah. like it but no it passes in a week and you're fine and you're back to normal or whatever normal is and yeah yep. man yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you just gotta remind yourself that, and uh, this too shall pass. And they're kind of like, you know, things can be going really well, and then the next day they can just come crashing down. So you gotta keep kind of remind yourself, like, let's not get too big of a head, and like, this too shall pass, because just as quick as you came up, you can come crashing down, mm-hmm. and just as quick as you came crashing down, you can be built right back up again. So it's just like with like with you i like to like i'll ask how you're doing and stuff you know what i mean yeah i'll just be like how's it going today like no big deal how you doing whatever how's mom how's this you know and yeah. then it's like normal conversation yeah but it's, so... it's not direct you know if no, you ask like... how i am you're just asking how i am not about what's going on it's no, like you know, I, you're giving I'm... me like the the microphone as he wants yeah. to talk about it he can if not i'm gonna find out just how his day went simple yep and I, I'm not like, you know, hey, have you looked over the edge of any buildings today? Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything good? <A> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I think that was. And then just, like, seeing all the stuff with, like, Tyson Fury, I think, too, mm-hmm. was big a big help. Like, Super. If you guys don't know who Tyson Fury is, he is the heavyweight champ of the world boxing. And this man's story is incredible um you should go look it up listen to it it's amazing um he was 27 years old he had just won the right he had just won the the belt from klitschko Mm -hmm. correct Mm -hmm. Uh, you know it probably better than i do no you're right uh uh, he had just 
won the belt from Klitschko. They wanted them to fight someone else, and he just wasn't feeling right, and they took the belt away from him because he didn't fight fast enough. And he uh, started drinking, doing drugs. His depression really caught up with him. He was done boxing, basically. And uh, he wanted to kill himself. He's been very open about that. Uh, he talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast. He talked about it basically anytime you ask him about it. Um, but he wanted to die and everything else. He didn't care about anything. One day he was driving his Lamborghini um, down the um, down the street, and he decided he was gonna, that was it. He was going to kill himself. He was driving down the highway, and he was going to go into the underpass, and he was going to hit the brick for the underpass um and he just pulled over the side of the road before he did it i mean it's a lamborghini it can go fucking 200 miles an hour pulled over the side of the road and stopped and thought about his kids his wife his dad his brother everyone and um he was like you know what am i doing like i need help and that's when he reached out and got help and now he's back on top again fought his way back so heavyweight champ of the world. Oh yeah. It's very inspirational story. Very like it, there's a lot more to it than that. Like it's amazing. Yeah, it's deep. So. It's deep. It's really it's a, he's a really good story. I know he has a book coming out too in um September, I think, something like that, called Gloves Off. Um I'm definitely gonna be reading that. That you can go pre-order it now. It's uh I'm excited for it. But anyways, I'm sure yeah. he's going to cover a lot of his uh, past and his, his future, but yeah, whatever, what, what batch said is it's, it's awesome. It's just another story for people, you know, mm -hmm. some with a big platform to be able to advocate. And I know, um, Patty, the Batty. Oh, Patty, the Batty pimplet. <laughs> yeah. He's another one. Big mental health. He awareness is guy. Um, a lot of guys in the NHL are big mental health guys because a lot of their like a lot of ex fighters and stuff have committed suicide. Um it it's it doesn't just affect nobody's, it affects everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you look at it and you're like <laughs> like look at we're gonna get crucified again, but look at Taylor Hawkins. Mm -hmm. You know, another one. You know, it affects these people like look at you know, Tyson Fury, heavyweight champ of the world, wanted to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Severe depression. It affects everybody. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't that doesn't sit there and say, oh, well, he's got a bunch of money and he's yeah, very right. successful. <laughs> and ah, we'll leave him alone. No, it's oh, just it works. You, nope. You you have it and it is what it is. It's just how you handle it and deal with it and use the resources that are there. Yeah. They're there to help. So that's pretty much all I got, really. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of resources, um, oh you, yeah, we're gonna listen. Yeah, we got there's a there's a bunch of resources out there. Um, so some of the resources um we have. Well, first off, um, call nine one one if you absolutely are in a crisis or immediate danger, mm -hmm. or you know go to your nearest emergency room. Um, but there is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, uh, 1-800-273-TALK. Um, mm -hmm. That's 1-800-273-TALK, and TALK is 8255. 
Uh, you can use the Lifeline chat on the web as well. The Lifeline is a free confidential crisis service that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, you can also, if you'd like to, crisis text line, which is just texting. It's a hotline available 24 hours, seven days a week again throughout the U.S. Uh, the crisis text line serves anyone in any type of crisis. Um, that is text hello to 741-741. Again, text hello to 741-741, and you'll be connected with somebody. Um, there's also the veterans crisis line. So if you are a U.S. veteran, there is a crisis chat on the web, or you can call 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. And there is the disaster distress helpline. You can call or text at 1-800-985-5990. That is 1-800-985-5990. Again, all of these are 24 hours, seven days a week, every single one that I have mentioned. You also have NAMI. We talk about NAMI all the time. Absolutely yeah. great resources, LGBTQ plus um, friendly, everything that you could possibly need is on that website, whether it's information, whether you want help, uh, NAMI.com, um, National Alliance of Mental Illness. We also have Safe Helpline, uh, call, chat, discuss. There's Safe Helpline rooms. There's online safehelpline.org talking. And their number for Safe Helpline is 877-955-5247. Um, the website's very good, supportive, all around the clock. Um, what am I missing, Batch? Mm, nothing, really. I think that's pretty much, that's a lot. All right. Uh, I think that's mostly for America. Yeah, let's get some UK ones. In. Yeah, so we also got Canada. So people in Canada, um, you can go to CCMHS. That's Canadian Center for Mental Health and Support. Uh, phone, text, chat. They got it all on their website. Um, you can text services, text the word connect. So C-O-N-N-E-C-T to 686868. Serves kids, but it also serves adults. Um, check out their website. Again, Canadian Mental Health Organization. And if you're in the UK, the National Suicide Prevention Helpline in the UK, you um, can call Sane Line. On zero three zero zero three zero four seven thousand zero three zero zero three zero four seven thousand uh, four thirty p.m. to ten thirty p.m. every day. Also in the UK, you can contact Samaritans. They're available twenty four hours a day to provide confidential emotional support. Uh, that's uh, www.samaritans.org. Um, one, one, six, one, two, three free to call from within the UK and Ireland, 24 hours a day. That is one, one, six, one, two, three. Um, you can also email J O at Samaritans.org. So a lot of resources out there. Um, a lot of help mm. out there, your mm -hmm. friends, family, um, professionals, you know, reach out. You're not, please alone. use it, use it, use it, use it, please um, use it. We yeah. would much rather you use that than not. So, yeah. Um, anything else you got, Batch? Or... No, just uh, like we say at our AA meetings, just pick up the phone. It'll save your life. That's the only advice I can give you. Not the only advice, but that's the biggest advice I could give you. Mm -hmm. If you're struggling, pick up the phone. Text someone, call someone. 
use those resources that are there. Google the resources, find something. Um, because 10 people out of 10 would much rather listen to your problems, your issues, than listen to a eulogy and sit there and think how they could have helped you and they wish that you reached out. So always reach out. You're not crazy. You're not alone. People are here to listen and help. Sometimes just getting it off your chest is the biggest thing. So just pick up the phone. That's all I that's all I got. On that note, um, we love you. Stay strong. Yes. yes. Uh, you're not alone. It's okay not to be okay. Be on the lookout for all the fun stuff we got coming with this. We will be doing songs that saved our lives again. Um, probably better than last year, I think. We'll be a little more. We got some newer stuff. We got some cool stuff we can do with it now. So we're pretty much going to be on that every day. I think we'll do a song or two oh, or yeah. three, however many we feel like doing. Um, so, yeah, definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, check out our playlist. Um, the playlist is capital ESP. And then songs that saved our lives with the alien emoji and the rock hands emoji. Hey. So yeah, that is, we're going to be putting everything that we post. If it's not already, it will be in there. Um, there's a bunch of songs in there. It's about seven or eight hours of music in there. So all songs that have helped me and Steve, all songs we've talked about a lot of youth fountain captains, green day blank, uh, everything i think chief state um a lot of everything in there speaking of which real quick get your tickets for captains mm. they're coming everywhere all over the country basically uh get your tickets we will be at the chief state and captain's show in columbus ohio uh we will be at the captain's shows in i think manchester oh we're not doing rhode island Oh, we can do right. We can do both. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll be at both. Maybe we'll be at. We'll definitely be in New Hampshire, though. Yeah. Um, no pressure. We will be at the No Pressure Show, mm-hmm. June twenty sixth. We will be at the Keep Flying Show, June twenty fifth. Um, at the Brockton VFW, you get your tickets for that. Definitely go support the lads. Uh, the end of June is gonna be. A weekend for the fellas so look out for all sorts of content there oh yeah we'll be driving out to ohio driving back when is that one that's the 23rd of june yeah so we're gonna drive out to ohio stay the night um see the show leave friday probably get back late friday then we're gonna hit up keep flying yep then we're going to relax. Then we're going to go hit up no pressure. <laughs> to relax. Then, Where are we relaxing? And then Monday, we are basically just going to die. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking brutal. That's gonna Fun be shit. A, Looking it's forward gonna to be it. a great time. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We get to meet our friend Parker Cannon again. Yep. Hopefully he remembers us. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. So that's a little positive spin on this uh, episode. Oh, yeah. Um. Midwest chief states, chief state and captains are touring together. I think the closest they come to the East coast is, is Ohio. Mm-hmm. So West coast, Midwest, 
goes to Chief State and captains. Um, then everywhere else, go get your captain's tickets. They're doing – what are they doing with goalkeeper? Uh, Promise game, goalkeeper. Well, that's just the New Hampshire show. Oh, yeah, and driveways, yeah. Everything else, I think, is just goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, yeah. Everything else is goalkeeper, plus your uh, plus locals. Um, yeah, they'll have a few locals on there. We'll hopefully get Nick on before they hit the road. Um, in a couple of weeks, we'll chat with him, get him on to – give us all the dirty details of it and yeah so be on the lookout for all that stuff hell yeah and uh yeah everyone stay safe and be nice to each other later it's out